Conscious Creators Radio. Are we on air? Coming up next. Exclusive. Welcome to Conscious Creators Radio. This is the show for conscious entrepreneurs, business owners, and creators worldwide. Hosted by entrepreneur and author Charles Shaw. We're now in session. Hey, hey, hey. Conscious Creators Radio on the air one more time. Today, I want to share with you the concept of the power of procrastination. See, a lot of people think procrastination is bad. They think we do it to get out of doing something. They think there's a whole bunch of reasons, right? We associate more pain than pleasure, things like that. But I think something different. I think, I believe, procrastination is a is a tool that the subconscious mind or conscious in some cases will use to priority to create a default prioritization so that you do not have to worry about anything you can just do and if you've ever procrastinated one of the amazing experiences that you have if you've ever actually done the thing that you put off doing and you need to do is you have the experience of executing in spite of the voices like turning off the voices in our head the doubt the resistance all that internal gunk and when we turn that off we execute so swiftly and quickly how can you write a term paper the night before it's due and pass or get a b or or get a reasonable grade on it where in other cases if you if you spent you know three times that you might get the same grade. How do you do it so quickly? And I believe it's because we turn, we turn off the voices in our head. Everyone procrastinates at some point in time about something. And it clears the resistance. It clears the voices. Now, the power of procrastination is that it teaches us how fast we can actually go when we don't judge what we're doing. We don't have to procrastinate to do this. We don't have to procrastinate at all, and we can move just as fast, maybe even faster, because we'll be relaxed. I was recently at a science fair. That's right, science fair, um, for middle schoolers, and one of the common things that was tested uh, was the reflex time of, you know, male versus female, and unanimously. The results were relaxed men at this in this age group, I don't know about the rest of the world, but in this age group, had faster reflexes than relaxed women. Relaxed men had faster reflexes than focused women. However, relaxed women had significantly faster reflexes than focused men. And the way that they did this was 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 pretty cool. I mean, these kids are like, you know, 12 years old, you know, doing science, measuring this stuff. What was interesting is they didn't understand why people were more effective when they were relaxed. And, you know, it's beyond the scope of of explanation uh in, in that particular context, but when you look at uh any of the advanced research that's done on peak states, you know, optimum performance, things like that. 
what we find out is when a person is relaxed, their inner critic is off. Now, there's, a, there, there's almost, in, in a book called The Inner Game of Tennis, the author describes a different, like two sets of voices. You have the self-critical voice and the self-executing voice. And so think of it like, like this. The self-critical voice is the, is the thinking voice, the you're doing it wrong, you need to do this, it's the concentration voice. The, the execution, the self-execution voice is the one that just does it, right? It can just pick up and hit the tennis and it's the subconscious focus. If you've ever, you know, played catch or somebody's tossed you something and you caught it, if you had to stop and consciously think through the steps to execute this, it would be overwhelming in many ways. If you and, and this is what happens when people go to fall, go to pursue their dreams usually, or even just some stuff that they got to do that they don't even want to do, is they have these this inner resistance, and the inner resistance is just these thoughts that that get in the way or slow things down, and what's interesting is they also they require bioelectricity to execute. They require bioenergy. We do not need to be using all that excess bioenergy thinking negative thoughts thinking unsupportive thoughts thinking thoughts that move us away from what we're trying to do or what we're trying to create and procrastination teaches us what it's like to act without those without those voices without those critics it's probably the most important lesson that we can actually take from procrastination as a theme. If you procrastinate all the time, it probably just means you have a ton of voices that are critical. If you hardly procrastinate, it probably means that <laughs> you might have some critical voices, but they might be saying something different, right? It might not be criticizing your work. It might be criticizing not doing it. So today, I just really wanted to touch on this because nothing feels better than progress in any direction. And the faster we go, the sorry, the clearer we are, the faster we can go. The more resistance we have, the longer it takes, the slower it takes. We gotta think things through and then we still aren't happy with the results, etc. But when we just sit back and just go and just just let the mind be clear, because almost all pain exists between the ears. There's physical pain, right? You get a broken bone of which I've had several. You get you know there's physical actual physical miserable pain. Now on the other hand when we are perhaps delving into something new or learning a new skill or we're around other people, uh, whatever the situation might be, um, there's a ton of them, right? Then we get a different kind of, we can get a different kind of self-inflicted intellectual pain. <laughs> and, you know, that, that inner critic, that inner bully, those voices will slow us down from from achieving and pursuing our dreams so for us we really want to make sure that we are as clear as possible now one of the ways that we can get clear is we can turn off the voice in our head we, we can procrastinate we can just execute in spite of it we can shift our core beliefs we can do all kinds of things or we can just do it the easy way, which is kind of, we know what procrastination 
does, and it's miserable, right? The stress. But we know what the execution is like. There's no inner voice. So all we have to do is remember what it's like to have no inner critic, no inner bully, no inner judgment, and then take action. And to do this intentionally has an additional side effect, I find. In my life, when I turn off, when I say, I don't care what the voice, you know, what that, what that, what that voice says, I don't care what it says, I'm, oper I'm doing anyways. And when you say you don't care and you're doing it anyways, you get a freedom to do, to create. It doesn't have to be perfect, right? Because we oftentimes, we use perfection as an excuse to go slow. What we're really saying is, with perfection, in some cases, is we're saying the voices in my loud or my head are so loud I can't take action because it's not because somebody might not like it and that somebody is probably me because I'm going to simulate what other people are thinking or could say or could criticize when in reality, whatever we're creating isn't for the people who can be who can be critical of it. It's for the people who, who appreciate it, who are in alignment. The critics actually don't matter. The voices that matter are the people who, who matter. Your customers, the people who, your ideal customers, the people you, that you want to be serving, that you want to be helping. Those are the people that matter. So let the voices go. Remember how powerful you are when you're procrastinating. You can go quick. As soon as, it's, as, soon as you pull the plug and you let the dam, you know, water about from behind the dam and you just go. Just whoosh, this is the freedom, right? That we, this is what we want. This is our, this is our, the freedom to execute, the freedom to go fast, the freedom from the voices inside of our own heads. <laughs> and it's interesting because sometimes those voices don't even belong to us. They're saying phrases that don't have, didn't even come from us. And again, the brain is a beautiful tool at keeping us alive, but it's the heart that gives us life. And so if we are going to live, then we're probably going to have to take our heart and put it in charge and let it guide us. And this, this might sound a little woo-woo for some people, but that's just because you're new. <laughs> the truth is, the heart communicates with the brain significantly more than the brain communicates with the heart. The heart has a larger electromagnetic field. And when we get in our head, things get complicated, we get judgmental, we start thinking, we burn up a bunch of extra bioenergy, and we don't necessarily get the results we want, we don't necessarily enjoy the process. And so the power of the brain is amazing, but we've got to make sure that we're constantly keeping it focused in the direction we want it to go, not that it wants us to go. I highly, highly encourage, highly encourage, next time you feel like you're procrastinating or next time there's something you really want to do, like Mel Robbins calls it the five-second rule. You can't five. One, two, three, four, five, then do it, then take action. If you take action in the moment, you can leverage that urge, that impulse, you can amplify it, right? Because that's what it is, that urge in the moment, it's almost like a spiritual impulse saying, we need to do this, you know? 
and it's but it's you right it's like you wanting to do something and resisting it doesn't necessarily make life better in fact a lot of times we'll find that resisting those urges can make life worse for life for, the, for us to create the life we want to live, all we really have to do is figure out how to be happy and stay happy. And the first step to that is literally turning off those voices that get in the way, that get in our head, that, that, that ramble at us. And procrastination teaches us how to do that, how to turn those things off. The lesson is priceless because if you can take that forward, if you can extract that lesson, you can then apply it anytime you need to without having to go through all the sorts of years of mystical, you know, whatever you want to call it, or spiritual journeys or any of that stuff. You can just literally copy and paste it from what it, from what it was to what it is. Because remember, this, the reason that I'm doing this podcast is because I know that there's people out there who want to create things. I know, there's pe- I know that you have a dream or a vision or something you want to create, some circumstances you want to create, a product, a company, a craft. Uh, maybe it's just the way that you want to you know, sculpt your home right, and decorate your home and make sure all those things are in aligned with your vision, right, because it's really about how do we take a thought and bring it to the real world, that's what creation is, and conscious creation is how do we intentfully do this in a way that makes our life and ideally other people's lives better, because we're unconsciously creating, we're creating all the time, consciously and unconsciously, it's just that we don't necessarily consciously create the things that amplify our life experience. And it's just a muscle. The more you work it out, the easier it gets, the stronger you get, the more you can create faster. So take the blessing of procrastination and take the value from it and let it be a teacher and copy and paste that quiet mind to create faster. This is Conscious Creators Radio. Signing off, go forth and create. Have an amazing day, and I can't wait to connect with you again soon. Thanks for listening. Conscious Creators Radio. See you next time.